0: following is a paid program on 600 WREC.
1: Good morning, Memphis, and welcome to our internet listeners and podcast listeners across the 50 states. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and I'm your host, Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Today, we're going to be talking about are you planning to sell your home in the city and move to the country? Facts to forge, help you forge your future. Subscribe to get our weekly blog post with podcasts. You can do that at jogarner.com. Call us while we're live today, February 5th, 2022 at 901 535 97 Three, two. Today on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, you're going to get to do some mastermind sessions with, with a very well-known builder, Bruce Upchurch, and of course, our expert real estate appraiser, Tom King, as we discuss important facts that you need to consider as you forge your future living in the country. I'm going to be sharing some stories of people who have said goodbye to the city and hello to learning how to live in rural America, we're going to be uh, taking a look at ways that they these people financed their new life in the fresh air. But in the studio today, we have our real estate appraiser, Tom King, who has been co-hosting Real Estate Mortgage Shop for over 10 years now. Tom, that's a long time.
0: It is, isn't
1: it? Yeah, and you've been appraising houses for a long time. My goodness, you've been appraising in Shelby, Tipton, and Fayette Counties in Tennessee for over 40 years. You are definitely, Tom, a valuable resource in determining value on real estate. Take a moment and share with our new listeners a little bit about yourself and what type of appraisals you offer your clients.
0: All right, Joe, it's good to be here. My name is Tom King. My, the name of my company is Bill King Company. It's named after my father, who I learned the business from. I do residential appraisals in uh, Shelby, Tipton, and Fayette County, and uh, do it for mortgage loan, relocation, and uh, anyone that wants to know what their house is worth uh, sometimes a father is going to sell a house to uh, one of their children and they want an appraisal to find out that everyone's treated fairly. Also a uh, divorce, probate, uh, was doing one for probate yesterday from another agent. So uh, those are the kind of things I do.
1: Cash, you know, you do for cash buyers. That's I've right. i you help them a lot. So thank you, Tom. Well, we have our special guest. First time in the Real Estate Mortgage Shop studio, we have, um, we have, our longtime builder, Bruce Upchurch. Bruce, I know you have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Um, and my mortgage customers that have, that have used you to build their house, they they love you, too. You've been licensed in the state of Tennessee as a contractor since 1989. You were president of Memphis Area Home Builders 2004, Fayette County Home Builders 2006, 2013. So you've had, had quite a, a leadership role uh, around around these parts, <laughs> please take a moment to share with our listeners, uh, Bruce, a little bit about yourself and the types of homes that you build for your clients.
2: All right. Well, thank you. Uh, again, I, I like to think of myself as like a uh, we build houses out in the country. Uh-huh. Um, mostly, you know, it's undeveloped raw land. And um, you know, that means we're going to be installing septic systems and, and a well, and lots of long driveways. <laughs> um, and so price range, we typically are building in the uh, 300000 to about 500000 Right. And so uh, I'm seeing a, a lot of people, like you said, they're wanting to get out in the country and just enjoy that country living. Lots of... Country road driving.
1: Yes, there you go. <laughs>
2: yeah. and, and Bruce, that's the your price range doesn't include the land.
0: Is that right? That's correct. Okay, so it's the total price of the house is a little bit more than that.
2: Yeah, everything except the land. Yes. Okay.
1: All right. Well, that's pretty good. Uh, that's a pretty good gamut that you're running around here. I'm telling you, there's so many people that are heading out to the country. But I want to tell a story about a, a former client of mine, and his name is Bo Binkins. And Bo always yearned to live way outside of the city. He wanted to live in the country. And um, here's the how here's the story of how he bought his first home. I call it Bo's Grand Escape. So Bo Benkins, he grew up in the city because his father was a successful mechanic for a trucking company. But whenever he and his family went camping, hunting, or fishing in the land that they're, they had, uh, they owned some land where they did some hunting and stuff, his soul just felt free. And the smell of the flowers, the feel of the breeze in his hair, the s- sounds of the tweeting birds, and, of course, the splashing fish on the end of his fishing line. This is what caused Bo, Bo to feel alive. Well, he, as a kid, he always vision- visualized himself owning a fishing boat with a big truck. And, you know, as he visualized himself parking this big truck and his boat uh, at the farmhouse in the country. But year after year, Bo just kept working, and he had a family, he had kids, and you know he spent most of his money on his children and his family. He could just never seem to get ahead enough to buy a house. And he had some credit problems that he had to work through, but one day him and he he and his brother were out fishing, and his brother said, "You know, Bo, I know somebody. It's a lender. I think you need to go talk to her. So, I think she can help you." So that's how I got to work with uh, with Bo Benkins, and he worked on his credit and. He put a little bit back in savings, but he still didn't have enough to really close on a traditional house. But I got him pre-approved for a 100% USDA Rural Housing Loan. That means no down payment. Now, for him, the sellers ended up agreeing to pay some of his closing costs. But if the house had appraised for more than his sales price on a USDA loan, he could have rolled those closing costs into that loan, too, and not ask the seller to pay anything. That was the magic formula for Bo Binkins, and with the USDA Rural Housing Program, he was able to achieve an affordable monthly payment, and he didn't have to put a lot of money down. The monthly fee that that USDA charges was a lot less than what you would pay for, like, conventional or uh, FHA-type financing. So thanks to these incredible benefits from the Rural Housing Program, Bo Binkins bought his life dream home in the country. So that's a s But, um, you know, we've got a couple of minutes. I wanted to pivot back to uh, Tom, you and Bruce. Let's talk about, and there's so much to talk about today, but let's talk about the top things to consider if you're planning to buy land and build in the country.
0: Well, Joe, the the main thing is really trying to find the land. Uh, I, I believe in, in Shelby, it's kind of tough. Uh, from what I hear, they put a moratorium on sewers and septic tanks, so it's not like you can buy a bunch of land and subdivide it right there. Uh, but finding the land is the biggest thing. Uh,
2: next is finding a builder, Bruce. You might be want, want to speak to that. <laughs> can, you know any good builders? Uh, well, you know, a matter of fact, that is important. And, and uh, I like to think, uh, and I like to tell my customers, so I said, number one, pick your builder before you pick your plan. But uh, whenever you're looking at a piece of land, a builder's perspective could save you a lot of money. As far as, you know, you look at this piece of land and what's the site prep gonna be? You know, uh, how much should we budget for a long driveway? Yeah. Or, you know, wells or septic tanks. Septic tanks can be really uh, tricky. There's be a, uh, a big difference between the cost of them.
0: All right, so also drainage has a big deal, mm-hmm. is a big deal on that too. So you don't want that, uh, you know, anything draining toward the house.
1: And you definitely want to perk test, and that means that you want to test the soil to see if it's going to um, handle a traditional septic tank. But, you know, Bruce, you have other uh, solutions. If the land doesn't perk, you have a way to create a septic system out there. It just costs a lot more,
2: right? I met a client last year, and uh, we he he showed me the piece of property, and I, he said, what do you think? And I said, well, I think it looks fantastic. I wouldn't buy it. He said, what? he said well there's obviously something wrong and it's it was a septic system and the land wouldn't perk and so we had to do a we installed a mound system which is a, you know 26000 wow septic system what does
1: a normal system cost
2: It used to be about 6 to 7 now it's more like 9
1: but then this one cost 26, 26 cuz you had to bring 000. the soil
2: in mm-hmm. right and we built a septic system on top of the land Wow. Oh wow.
1: Okay, so hey, listen up. If you're thinking about buying the buying in the country and you run into a snag, there's always a solution. You just got to know the right people. So, uh, we're getting ready to go to break here in a in a couple of minutes. But Bruce, talk a little bit, uh, tell us how we can contact you and what's the best way to contact you.
2: My telephone number is 901-331-3242 and you could text or call me. And uh, my email address is bruce.upchurch at gmail.com. And Tom King, how's the best way to contact you? Give me a call
0: at 901-487-6989.
1: And I'm Joe Garner. I'm a mortgage loan officer. I'd love to hear your story. I would love to be on that journey with you for financing your home out in the country. Uh, You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can uh, find me over at Sierra Pacific Mortgage here in the Memphis area, or you can call me the old-fashioned way. I'd love to talk with you, 901-482-0354. We'll see you guys back in just a moment.
0: 600 WREC at 92.1 FM.
2: Sierra Pacific Mortgage Company, Inc., NMLS, 1788, licensed in Arkansas, 23921. Licensed by the Mississippi Department of Banking and Consumer Finance, 1788.
1: License on 9426, 46 Timber Creek Drive, Cordova, Tennessee, 38018, Equal Housing Lender. Hi,
0: I'm Pat Goldstein, realtor with CryLite. I listen to the Real Estate Mortgage Shop in Memphis and North Mississippi.
1: I'm Joe Garner. I'm a mortgage loan officer. I'd love to hear your story. I would love to be on that journey with you for financing your home out in the country. Uh, You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can uh, find me over at Sierra Pacific Mortgage here in the Memphis area, or you can call me the old-fashioned way. I'd love to talk with you, 901-482-0354. Today on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, we're talking about are you planning to sell your home in the city and move to the country, facts to help you forge your future. In the studio, we have, our course, our expert appraiser. We have Tom King. And Tom, how do we contact you?
0: Give me a call at 901-487-6989.
1: And our special guest today is Bruce Upchurch. He's a well-known builder here in the Mid-South area. Bruce, how do we contact you?
2: Uh, Give me a call at 901-331-3242.
1: All right, we're going to do something we like to do every now and then. It is the Talk Shop business tip for real estate pros. But, hey, even if you're not a real estate pro, if you're thinking about real estate, this is for you. Talk Shop offers free networking and education for anyone interested in real estate, business, or health and wellness. And uh, they, are, they sponsor our show. So uh, Talk Shop is made possible by our financial sponsors. But today... We want to have our business, our talk shop business tip for real estate pros is brought to you by Bruce Upchurch, our special guest today. And Bruce, what are some tips that you can offer us if we're thinking about building a house in the country?
2: Well, number one, uh, what I'm seeing is uh, a lot of people want all the square footage on one floor, okay? And and also, something to consider is aging in place, okay? So as we're all getting older, we want to make it easier to transition to where we might be in a wheelchair. Or we uh-huh. might have a family member in a wheelchair. Um, and so... In why, other words, what you're saying is make your next home your last home. Mm-hmm. I hear that phrase, this is going to be my forever home. Right. That's right. I hear that right. A lot. And so what I'm, I'm seeing also a lot is, is people are really, energy efficiency is big. It's because... You know, you get one chance to do it right, and then you're going to have good utility bills, or you're not going to for the rest of the house. Um, I'm seeing a lot of screened-in porches. You know, I I hear people say, this is my favorite room in the whole house when we build that screened-in porch. With a fireplace. Fireplaces, definitely. Um, I'm hearing a lot of requests for safe rooms. Really? Where, you know, we'll have a a closet or a pantry that's poured concrete walls. Wow. Wow. And so um, they they it's a place to go to in a time of storm or or you know when they just don't feel safe if somebody's hanging around. So, uh, but but I've seen a lot of open spaces. People want that open space for in the kitchen, the dining room, the living room. Um, you know, I'm I'm seeing and, you know we talked about the aging in place walk in curbless showers. Really. So there's uh, there's a transition from your uh, your tile floor to the shower it's just smooth. You uh-huh. don't have to step over anything. Uh so it makes it easier for you know wheelchairs or walkers or just regular people
1: right so those are some of the trends that you're seeing that people are requiring or requesting requesting Mm -hmm. requesting when they build their home uh you talked about uh you talked about farm sinks
2: Mm -hmm. and 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 the shaker style trim everybody loves that country look uh and 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 you know large pantries and uh, and also, I, I'm hearing a lot about the uh, whole house generator, especially with the uh, ice storm we just went through. Everybody's right. like, where do I get my whole house generator? Well, the, really what we're doing is we're prepping for it because right now they're so backed up. They're about a year out. Really? Mm-hmm. But you, you can a
0: design, you can build the house yeah. to accommodate. We can prep it for it. Oh, that's, that's great.
1: That's 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 wonderful to know because when you're out in the country, that was one of the cons for being out in the country was that sometimes when your power would go out, it would be out for a
2: while. And, and you know, and you don't have to have the whole house generator, which that, that's a lot of money, you know, maybe about 10000 or so. Uh, you could do it like I did. I just wired for a manual transfer switch so I've, I can plug in my my generator that I use to build houses with, and it'll run like parts of my house. And that's mm-hmm. 750 bucks. It's not as expensive, but it's certainly a viable option.
1: Absolutely. Okay. Well, you've talked about uh, large cabinet islands. I, I think, Tom, you and I have talked a lot about the trend being if you're going to put money in your house, put it in the kitchen.
0: That's right, Joe. And, and one of the things I've been seeing is like the barn, the sliding, what they call barn doors uh-huh. Uh huh. have gotten real popular. I, I overheard a guy say just the other day that, he said, you know, I don't have room to open that door, but I put one of those sliding doors in and they work great. I think another thing we we're just talking about on there is the whirlpool tub is pretty much a dead duck. <laughs> <You know? laughs> people are looking for the smaller uh, custom uh,
2: tubs now. We, we we see a lot of the freestanding tub, and it's mostly and a lot of people don't even use them, but it's for looks, and uh, and they do look nice. They look fantastic.
1: Well, you mentioned the the trend, um, and you're a custom builder. You're you're not just. Building cookie cutter houses. You you actually talk to the client and you find out what that client wants, Bruce. Which is one one thing I love about you. <laughs> but you know you told me that uh, the trend is going to building smaller, but putting more into the space that they're building. Talk a little bit about that.
2: Well, and, and you know as as the prices keep going up, and they are, um, you know what we try to do is, um, you know give. The people are, they're actually building smaller square footage, but they're putting more into it. Like some of these amenities we talked about, you know, the screen porches and, and, and and people love covered porches, but that costs money. Mm -hmm. And so, um, one of the things we, we want to do is, you know, I I like to tell my customers, let's talk before you actually purchase your plans or before you pay somebody, draw a set of plans, because... Those un, those unheated square footages, oversized garages, beautiful wraparound porches, they cost you money.
1: And they don't really add to the heated space. Mm-mm. I just want to say that one of the things that impressed my, my mortgage clients so much about you, and you built their house and they love their house, was that you took the extra time to talk with them about how to use some, not all, of the wraparound porch space to extend out <clears> to <throat> heated space, so that they would be sure. Now, this this wasn't in the current market. This was a few years ago, so they could be sure and that their house would appraise for the amount that they needed to get the money that they needed.
2: Sometimes the cost difference between your porch square footage or your garage square footage and a heated square footage is very little, mm-hmm. and so you get more value if you convert porches to. Uh, uh, heated square footage. But
1: we, we got a couple of, we got about three more minutes. Uh, I wanted you to jump in and talk about some of the top things we needed to consider if we're building in the country.
2: Okay. So again, we said this earlier, uh, if you, if a piece of land that you're looking to buy or a lot, I highly recommend getting your builder to look at it first so he can give you a builder's perspective of what you're going to invest in site prep and uh, in, in septic tanks and wells and that that long driveway um but also you know there's some um other things like you know maybe just the the lay of the land um you know maybe prohibitive to say hey this would be great for a walkout basement but basements are expensive you know so you definitely want to get your per- perspective but also the design of the house is important like uh you know you could pick out a 3000 square foot house and i can pick out a 3000 square foot i can match you all the countertops and the hardwood floors, and my house that I picked out may $60,000 less to build. And it's the design of the blueprint right. that makes the difference.
1: Right. Very good. You talked about uh, driveways. You have to consider the cost. If you're going to have a long driveway, what type of driveway, and the utilities, whether those utilities are, whether you're going to just be able to tie into what's existing, or if you're going to have to you're going to have to run something, install something like electrical, plumbing.
2: Yeah. And and that's all part of the cost of the house. Uh, and, and when you think about before you make a buying decision on I'm going to buy this land or this lot, you should consider all those costs. Plus, you should also have an idea of what this house is going to cost you. And we can do that before you actually purchase the plans.
1: Well, see, that's that's where it really uh, that's where my clients really loved working with you, Bruce, because you did spend the time with them to do the comparisons, to think outside the box and really try to dig in to find out what they wanted and what, what they needed. But, um,
0: You know, Joe, that's very important. I did an appraisal a long time ago where actually the house was built, and you, usually you put the garage right next to the kitchen where you can unload your groceries and everything. Right. But this one was on the side of the bedroom. So you get out of your car oh, and no. you, you have to walk... 60 feet outside to get in your house and load your groceries. I said, if you just reverse the plan, it would have been so great. You know, I said, why did why didn't you do that? And (laughs) and of course, it's too late once it's built. But you see stuff like that. You say, what's going on? So it really pays to have someone objectively look at it and say, hey, you may want to
2: change your plan here. Right.
1: Well, and we've got another minute or so, but go ahead.
2: Joe, I have this one thing I, I meant to mention earlier and this is a process we call the budget buffet. Okay. Uh-huh. And and so let's say that we you, you pick out a floor plan and I bid it for you and the price is a little bit more than what you want to really uh-huh. wanna pay. And I see this all the time. And so we have this thing we call the budget buffet, where we can show you how to reduce the price of that house line item by line item and drop the price $20, twenty, thirty $40,000, 50000 wow. by using that budget I think you process. did that
1: with some of my clients. Mm-hmm, that was another thing. Well, you know, we were talking about, uh, I think you mentioned earlier, that most of the houses that you're building right now are anywhere from 2,000 to 3,000 square feet. Eh, average is about 165 per square uh, heated space, right? Mm-hmm, yes. Okay, so that's normal. Well, if you have to build a well, it can be anywhere from 6,000 to 8,000. If you have to get electrical service to the house, uh, it's about four thousand, give or take.
2: Yeah, and, and it can go up. Like, how many poles do we have to install to get to the house?
1: About a, what is it? You said a thousand. Thousand dollars
2: per like yeah per pole.
1: Okay, you mentioned septic systems. Definitely, before you buy a house, you want to um, make sure it perks, make sure that it will handle a good septic system. And uh, if you can get a regular system, I think you said it was around eight thousand. And if you want a mound system, it's going to be around 26000
2: Yeah, and, and I don't think anybody wants a mound system, but if you need to have that, yes. Yes. Or if you have to. <laughs> yes. If
1: you have to. There's always a solution. Well, you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host. Today we're talking about are you planning to sell your home in the city and move to the country facts to help you forge your future i'm joe garner your host mortgage loan officer connect with me at jogarner.com we're going to be talking about some financing solutions when we come back see you guys back in just a moment
0: 600 wrec and 92.1
1: fm Hey, Joe, as a mortgage expert, what golden nuggets are in your book to guide in overcoming appraisal obstacles? Well, in the book, we share various stories about how people got around obstacles with the home appraisal, like how to cover and deal with repairs and ways to fund those repairs after closing if needed, and how to deal with low appraisal values and more.
0: There's a lot more in Joe's book, Choosing the Best Mortgage, the Quickest Way to the Life You Want. Pick up your copy today at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or jogarner.com. Hi, I'm Rob Drawn. And I'm Shelly Rothman of Griffin Clift Everton and Mashmire Law Firm in Memphis, Tennessee. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And now back to your host, Joe Garner.
1: back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com and I would love to connect with you. Today we're talking about are you planning to sell your home in the city and move to the country? Facts to help you forge your future. In the studio we have a well-known builder, Bruce Upchurch. And Bruce, how do we contact you?
2: My number is 901- 331-3242.
1: And Tom King is our expert appraiser. Tom?
0: Give me a call at 901-487-6989. All
1: right. So we have someone on the line with a question. So uh, I believe uh, this is Pam. And Pam, we're so glad to have you on Real Estate Mortgage Shop.
2: Thank you. My question is,
1: what if I wanted to build tiny houses in the country? That is a good question. A very popular question, by the way. From the financing aspect, tiny houses are very difficult to finance on standard financing, standard mortgages. However, if you had, um, there's commercial loans that you can get through the bank that would fund that. And sometimes you can get private funding. Most of the time when we are looking at tiny houses, we're looking at someone who has a main house, that big house, and then they have the tiny houses as um, other, other improvements on the property. And we can do those if, you know, if it's normal for the area to have outbuildings like that. Now, uh, you have to make sure about the zoning. You have to check your covenants and restrictions in your neighborhood because a lot of um, jurisdictions will have restrictions on how big the tiny house can be compared to the size of your home, where it can be. And, and that and some some places just won't allow them at all. so you need to check that out. That's a great question. Okay, thank you. Well, thank you so much, Pam. We are so glad to have you on real estate mortgage shop and I want to jump into some financing. I want to tell you a quick story. Uh, now these these people are not my clients. I followed them on their blog and it's uh, Vera and Victor Vossen. They left the city in their comfort zone to make a new life in the country. And uh, they said that um, it was kind of tough at first. <laughs> but one one afternoon late, they were sitting, they were leaning against each other as they sat on the swing on their front porch. And it was a rare moment for them to relax and just enjoy watching the sunset from their farmhouse. And um, so uh, they were sipping their coffee along there. And they they said, you know, it has been a hard road for us. And they admittedly were city folks but they had a dream of being self-sustaining and making a profit living on their rural homestead. And th- they, this took place for them shortly after the pandemic began. Well, Victor's employer because of the pandemic had allowed him to start working from home and Vera was already running her business from home even though they, when they lived in the big city. But as they sat on the swing, they were reflecting on uh, some of the lessons they had learned when they left city the city for life in the country. Uh, with the first month of living in the rural farmhouse, their dreams seemed to be turning into a nightmare. The Vossens were unprepared to continually evict the family of mice who kept munching on the food in the pantry and chewing a lot of other things to shreds in their house. They did not realize at the time how many do-it-yourself skills they would need to learn when Murphy's Law moved in. They didn't want to move back to the city and have to admit to their friends that uh, they had failed in their dream. But the realtor that they used was very familiar with values and classification, zoning, covenants and restrictions, kind of like we talked about with Pam just a few minutes ago. The Vossens wanted to know what commercial enterprises they could operate on some of the acreage to help them pay for the home. And they, they had something similar to, I think, what Pam said. Our, um, the lady was just referring to. But the Vossens chose a lender who knew how to structure the financing on rural property. Then they chose a good home inspector, a well and septic inspector, too. They used a surveyor because the Vossens had bought a lot of land. And most of your standard lending products, they don't want to do uh, mortgages on 100 acres. They're just not going to do it, you know. But if it's normal for the area for homes to sell with say five to 10 acres you know, surrounding the home. They'll do that if it's normal for the area. So for the Vossens, they had to survey out the home in around about five or 10 acres around the house and just do the loan on that. And when they went to close with the seller, they had two closings. They closed on the house and the five to 10 acres, and then they had a separate closing for the land. So that's how they were able to get around that. But uh, Victor and uh, Vera had been researching for a couple of years before they moved out to the uh, out of the city. They they had Mother Earth News Almanac, Farmers Almanac. They were these magazines were all stacked around their home. A few Foxfire books too, and even though the Vossens were living within a thirty minute drive to the city, they still wanted to learn how to be independent of modern gadgets and conveniences as much as possible. Vera watched the movie "Big Little Farm." So if you're thinking about moving out to the country, let me say that really inspired her to help help her get through the obstacles. They celebrated each time they learned a new skill, like fixing the tractor, keeping the mice out of the house, and keep, keeping the internet working in the house. Uh, they remembered the pros of living the rural life, and they learned to compensate for some of the cons of living outside the city. Here's some, some of the good things, the pros. You get to enjoy quietness and peacefulness of living outside the noisy city. You get to hear the birds sing and smell the fresh air. You get to treat yourself and your family to outdoor entertainment like bonfires and gardening, hiking, riding three-wheelers on the trails. Saving money is an advantage to living outside the city if you plan it right. Property taxes are lower. But some of the cons, you need to plan for trips to town to do your business errands, get supplies, go to the doctor, Power outages take longer to fix. I think you live in the country, Bruce. You know this is true, right?
2: Yes, indeed.
1: (laughs) It takes longer to get services from contractors, other professionals. When something breaks, you need to know how to fix a lot of it. It takes longer to drive to work if you have to go to work. Hospitals, stores, the Internet can be slow or non-existent. And usually when the Internet goes out, it's when you need it the most. Uh, common financing programs rural land and home buyers use are USDA, rural housing, we talked about earlier in the show, commercial bank loans, private loans, construction to perm loans, renovation repair loans. And uh, most of the time, people use a standard 30 year fixed rate mortgage that I do. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's a construction to perm type loan but other types of financing that are not Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac uh, are they usually have shorter terms on the loan it's with a local bank especially if there's like a working farm or enterprise some type of business that's connected with this land and a home situation if it's big if it's business involved with it on the property like um, uh, or like i said a working farm or some type of enterprise uh, sometimes you have to go with a commercial bank loan instead of the standard conventional mortgage loan but we can talk about that off the air give me a call after the show at 901-482-0354 uh, you can also find these loans and examples of these loans in my new book choosing the best mortgage the quickest way to the life you want when you can get that on amazon in barnes and noble
0: all right joe that sounds wonderful you know one of the things that uh, i've seen that might be a problem is someone wants to build a house they've got 10 acres of land and they'll they'll build two houses on that land, and that that presents a yes. challenge for uh, uh, financing and trying to create a value because it's it's really tough. Let's say two three thousand square foot homes, not a home on and a guest house on one parcel number, on right? One, on one parcel, that's right. So that creates a, a really big problem on uh, in appraisals and financing.
1: Thank you, thank you, Tom, because we do see that sometimes, and if it's normal for the area to have two houses on the Parcel that sold within the last year I'll in that area. I'll tell you
0: area, right now, it's not. <laughs> it's usually <laughs> not, in this area. not. Yeah, that's <laughs> <But>
1: right. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought that up. So before you go just building stuff, talk to your builder. Talk to your mortgage officer. Talk to your realtor. Very good.
0: Make sure we can get that house appraised and uh, financed.
1: And... Tom, you're a great resource for that. What's your phone number?
0: 901
1: 487 6989. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can uh, also find me over at Sierra Pacific here in the Memphis area. And we've got Bruce Upchurch and Tom King in the house. We'll see you guys back in just a moment.
0: 600 WREC and 92.1 FM.
1: Hi, I'm
0: Leanne Morse with All Things New in Cargillville, Tennessee. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. Going back to country living, that's where I
1: Back to country living. All right. Well, that's what we're talking about today on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. We're talking about are you planning to sell your home in the city and move to the country? Facts to help you forge your future. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. Connect with me at jogarner.com. In the studio, we have our builder, Bruce Upchurch, very well known guy who does a lot of rural building, custom builder. Bruce, how do we contact you?
2: You can call me at 901-331-3242. Tom King. 901-487-6989.
1: That's our expert appraiser. So we're going to take a moment and do something we like to do every week. (laughs) Our real estate tip of the week. And I believe, Bruce Upchurch, you have our real estate tip of the week.
2: Yes. Um, you, something I like to tell my clients is, or potential clients is don't buy your plans yet. Um, you know, you we can bid a house off of something we download off the Internet uh-huh. and accurately bid it and spend time with you and say, does this house fit your bit budget? Or if you're going to have somebody that's going to draw that dream house, let's create the budget before you invest the dollars to, to to draw up a set of plans that you can't afford to build or you don't want to afford to build.
1: Right. That's a very good tip. And uh, Tom, I believe, Tom King, you have an, a, a tip for us also.
0: Yeah, one of the things we put on our appraisal you, that nobody really looks at is when we figure up square footage, it says heated area above grade. And what I mean by that is, say, on a lake house of where it slopes down to the lake, you enter on the front door, the entry and all that kind of stuff, and that's at ground level. And then you go downstairs. And that area could be finished just like the house and look just like the the main house, but it's included as a basement. And they've at first it wasn't that big a deal, but now they've really gotten strict on it. So that is a house with a basement. And sometimes uh, I've seen on smaller homes that are on lakes, the house the, the house itself, the main level that you walk in on from the from the upside, would have like 900 square feet and have a basement that size or bigger. And it really can be a problem with the appraisal because you're really appraising a 900-square-foot with maybe an 1,100-square-foot basement. And if you don't have any sales for that, it makes it very, very difficult.
1: That is very good to know, (laughs) especially when you're going to build a home or, of course, having the right builder like Bruce Upchurch, you will have a heads up. That's, you get right. In there. So that's, that's right. That's really That's really good to every, know.
0: All three of us have to work together. The financing, the building, and, and the appraising all have to work together. And, and uh, it, it's very important that way.
1: Well, we want to say thank you to our sponsors. Talk Shop sponsors Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Talk Shop offers free networking and education to anyone interested in real estate, business, or health In wellness. Talk Shop meets every Wednesday, 9 o'clock central, over at Concord Career College, 5100 Poplar, the first floor in Memphis. And if you're in Memphis, you know that's the Clark Tower. For more about Talk Shop, their events, their marketing, networking opportunities, go to talkshoppe.com. Click on the events tab, you'll get right to our virtual meeting room, and we're meeting in person and online. This Wednesday, February 9th, 2022, join Talk Shop for Sharon Fox O'Gwen, the Memphis and Shelby County Film and Television Commission. It's called Lights, Camera, Action, here, right here in Memphis. Let's give a big cheer for our United States athletes in uh, the Winter Olympics in Beijing. All right. hey, yes. guys, go. We're, we're rooting for you. And we are hoping that our listeners today have not been too negatively affected by the Mid-South Ice Storm, and we hope you get your power back and your damage repaired soon. We'd like to tell you about uh, four of our very esteemed professionals who are out helping people like you right now. If you need help with uh, damage, insurance, and all of that, let me give you some names. If you can't catch them all right now, you can uh, contact me after the show. Uh, Lynn McDonald of Aaron McDonald Insurance Agency can help you with filing an insurance claim, 901-849-7101. Ed Hill of Masters Roofing can give you a free inspection of roof damage and help you and give you advice on how to proceed with fixing your roof damage, 901-273-6594. Brett Carter of Service Master by Cornerstone, he does home and office restoration following fire, flood, or biohazard, or ice storm. You can connect with him at 901-624-9200. Mark McLaurin, Refrigeration Unlimited for your heating and air plumbing. That's 901-216-7782. Subscribe, you'll get our Real Estate Mortgage Shop podcast with the show notes and pictures Every week in your email box, uh, you can do that by going to jogarner.com. Real Estate Mortgage Shop reminds you to make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do it today. Got a real quick quote corner. Here it is. It's from unknown. (laughs) It's impossible, said pride. It's risky, said experience. It's pointless, said reason. Give it a try said the heart
0: there you go joe and you know one of the good things about living in the country and this happened to me uh thursday uh i got a text from my neighbor saying uh, you know come on over and bring your chainsaw so my neighbor and i went to another neighbor's house and we were uh, uh ch- you know trying to get rid of a tree that that actually fallen about to fall on his uh septic tank uh not septic tank but propane tank
1: oh no and then
0: <laughs> Literally while we were doing that I got a text from, from my other neighbor Saying do you have a chainsaw So the three of us went over there And actually while while I was working on their property Two trees fell on my property Oh no <laughs> And uh, <laughs> uh, the three of us got together and We were able to wipe it out But that's part of the community that we see In, in uh, living in the rural
1: areas And it's, it's a lot of fun Awesome Tom King Our expert appraiser Bruce Upchurch Our expert builder And I'm Joe Garner, your mortgage loan officer. We loved hanging out with you today on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Catch our podcast Monday at jogarner.com. You guys, be safe, be warm, and we'll see you guys back next Saturday.